I'm going to call the meeting to order. Clerk will call the roll. Williams. Here. Williams here. Young. Here. Young here is Weeple. Here. Sweeple here, Baird. Here. Baird here, Bollig. Here. Bollig here, Chenoweth. Here. Chenoweth here, Clausius. Here. Clausius here, Jay Felice. Jay Felice absent. Downing. Here. Downing here, Die. Here. Die here, Erickson. Here. Erickson here, Farrell. Here. Farrell here, Gillis. Gillis absent. Hendrick. Here. Hendrick here, Jones. Here. Jones here, Keeper. Keeper here. Keeper here, Kilmer. Here. Kilmer here, Kolar. Here. Kolar here, Krause. Krause here, Levin. Here. Levin here, Matano. Matano here, McCarville. McCarville absent. Miles. Here. Miles here, Nelson. Here. Nelson here, O'Loughlin. Here. O'Loughlin here, Pirtle. Pirtle here, Rip. Here. Rip here, Rit. Here. Rit here, Rusk. Here. Rusk here, Saloff. Here. Saloff here, Shower. Here. Shower here, Schmidt. Here. Schmidt here, Stubbs. Here. Stubbs here, Veldrin. Here. Veldrin here, Wegleitner. Wegleitner here, Willett. Here. Willett here, Corrigan. Here. 34 supervisors are present, um, and we have a quorum. Supervisors Gillis, McCarville, and Jay Felice had notified us that they would be absent this evening. Um, this evening, uh, for our prayer, inspirational message will be led by Supervisor Williams. Thank you, Madam Chair. You know, I must admit it was a little stressful to find out that the first time I would be addressing the board, I would have to try to find some words of inspiration for all of you. <laughs> Just a little nerve-wracking. Um, but fortunately, I found some kind of an easy way. I found it on one of my favorite coffee mugs. Um, and it has a quote from Bobby Kennedy. It says, only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. And I've always loved this quote, uh, but this week I realized that it kind of symbolized why I am so excited and grateful to be serving on the board during this term. You know, our entire board, our leadership, and really our community as a whole has embraced this concept. You know, we're facing some pretty uh, serious challenges right now. And so given all of the budget constraints, it would be really easy to just find the quick fix, slap a Band-Aid on it, and say we did a great job and did our job. But despite our challenges, the people of Dane County have realized that we're still very fortunate in many ways. We have one of the strongest and most vibrant economies in the state and we're blessed with abundant natural resources. So the people gave us this great mandate of going out and finding some progressive solutions to our problems and tells us not to shy away. You know, as President Kennedy said, the time to repair the roof is while the sun is shining. And yay, it's shining, so it works really well for this today. Um, so now is really the time for us to tackle these issues and figure out how we're going to build a better future for all people of Dane County. And of course, like President Kennedy, I too like to think of myself as an idealist without illusions. I don't think two years from now I'm going to tell my constituents that we've solved all of the problems. But I do think that we're going to have a vision of what we want and we'll be on track to get it. And as President Obama has said, if you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. And that's not to say we won't find any obstacles or failures along the way. President Clinton said, if you live long enough, you'll make mistakes. But if you learn from them, you'll be a better person. 
It's how you handle adversity, not how it affects you. The main thing is never quit. And over the next two years, I believe we will find the right path to take. Sure, we'll probably make mistakes, but if we look to the optimistic vision of the people of Dane County for our inspiration, we'll always be heading in the right direction and be a better county for it. So thank you for the opportunity to make my first speech and to serve with all of you. I look forward to continuing our journey toward greatness. Thank you. Okay. Join me for the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Supervisor Williams. Under special matters and announcements, um, we have a special resolution, Resolution 50, recognizing June 15, 2016, as World Elder Abuse Awareness Day in Dane County. Supervisor Clausius will be reading the resolution. Good evening, everyone. Whereas every year more than 2 million disabled and elderly citizens are victims of physical, emotional, and sexual abuse and neglect, and financial exploitation and they are denied many of their rights. And whereas older persons in our communities have the right to be protected under the law from financial, phys physical, emotional and sexual abuse as well as neglect and self-neglect. And whereas in 2014 there were 6,927 reports of abuse relating to elderly citizens in the state of Wisconsin and there were 460 reports of elder abuse reported in Dane County. There are situations relating to vulnerable adults that remain unreported. Whereas the issue of elder abuse prevention requires continual community awareness and education, and whereas the Dane County Department of Human Services Adult Protective Services Unit investigates reports of elder abuse and neglect in the community and also works to increase public awareness to prevent elder abuse in our communities. The Dane County District Attorney's Office is charged with prosecuting cases of elder abuse and neglect as well as providing advocacy and assistance with claims for restitution. And the Dane County Sheriff's Office and local law enforcement agencies provide safety for victims, investigate allegations, and arrest alleged offenders of elder abuse and neglect. And whereas all citizens should be aware and educated about elder abuse prevention, and all members of the community, especially those most vulnerable, should be able to live safe and secure lives without fear of neglect, pain, or exploitation. And whereas elder abuse and neglect should not be ignored nor tolerated. Now, therefore, be it resolved that June 15, 2016, will be recognized as World Elder Abuse Awareness Day in Dane County. Moved by Clausius, seconded by Hendrick. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the resolution is approved. And Melissa, if you'd like to say a few words. Thank you, Chair Corrigan. Thank you, Supervisor Clausius, for reading the resolution. Uh, I'm Melissa Garrett. I'm a social worker with Dane County Department of Human Services. I work in adult protective services, and I also sit on the Elder Abuse Community Coordinated Response, which is part of the Commission on Sensitive Crimes here in Dane County. Um, one of the things that we try to do with the Elder Abuse CCR is we try to educate and uh, prevent awareness and um, allow our community to know where the resources are and how to prevent elder abuse in Dane County. As a social worker for Dane County and Adult Protective Services, 
Last year, we substantiated over 420 reports of elder abuse. Our call, our intake line, took over about 3,500 calls, and that line is staffed by three social workers um, in adult protective services. I, I work with victims of crime who are 60 and older, so I work with our most vulnerable uh, population here in Dane County. And I just want to extend a big thank you to uh, the county board for adopting this resolution and for you guys also making this an important matter in our county and for all the things that you do to um, allow us to do our job to prevent elder abuse in our community. One of the things that I wanted to say about World Elder Abuse Awareness Day on June 15th is we have some events coming up, so please pay attention uh, to them in the community. On June 15th from 1 to 2 p.m. at St. Bernard's Catholic Church on Atwood Avenue, uh, Pelletary has donated an hour of their time and their equipment to shred documents for anybody in Dane County. So anybody that you know, um, as you know, older adults, it's, it's, they're, it's very easy for them to be financially abused and shredding documents is one way to, to get rid of that information. So they can bring their stuff to St. Bernard's on Atwood, Atwood Avenue from 1 to 2 p.m. on Wednesday, June 15th to have their documents shredded. Um, we'll also be hanging a banner across uh, the pedestrian walkway on South Park Street in regards to World Elder Abuse Awareness Day, and Meritor Unity Health Point um, has agreed to hang another large banner on their building on the Beltline, and they'll, we'll also be placing about 420 pinwheels uh, in front of Meritor Unity Health Point, and each pinwheel represents a substantiated case of elder abuse in Dane County last year. I know some of you guys came to when we had the pinwheel event at our Northport office, and some of you guys came and had pictures taken with the pinwheels. So please pay attention to that sort of stuff, and also um, continue to, to, to do the great things that you guys do to prevent elder abuse in our, in our county. Thank you. Are there further announcements? Supervisor Erickson. Thank you, Madam Chair. Just wanted to remind everyone again about our fundraiser that we're having for our next uh, cultural exchange with our sister county, Castle, Germany. And the fundraiser event, again, is at uh, Supervisor Kolar and Scott Kolar's um, house on June 11th, Saturday, June 11th, from 5 to 7. That's 125 North Hamilton, Unit 1101. Um, I passed out some envelopes, or you can contact me if you could help contribute to that. We have, um, again, at that event on the 11th, the group, musical group, chamber music group, Convivo, who was there a year ago in Castle, they will be performing June 11th at the Kolar's residence. Then the next group that we're going to um, be bringing from Castle is a jazz trio, the Edgar Connect Jazz Trios. They'll be here in early October. So if you're not into chamber music, as some people aren't, um, you look forward to jazz from Germany being here in early October. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Erickson. Supervisor Rusk. Um, thank you, Madam Chair. I, I just wanted to do kind of a procedural announcement. Um, everybody uh, should have received, you got it electronically, the uh, health and life safety assessment of the City County Building Jail up on the 6th and 7th floor um, in this building. 
Um, the problems there are exceedingly serious and they threaten the health and safety of not only the inmates living up there but also um, our jail staff and even the uh, volunteers in the community that Supervisor Keeper, your point of order? My question is, is this an announcement or is this debate on there's no resolution before us? I think we're getting into think, debate. I think Supervisor Rusk is making sure people are aware that they receive this and to pay attention to it. So, okay. um, so I'll get to that in, in just a second. So um, you got it electronically. There's a 20-page executive summary that I, I hope everybody will res uh, um will read. Um, the consultant team recommended that we should not consider extending the life of the CCP jail and should work towards an exit strategy with due haste. So tonight um, I am introducing Resolution 94. It will be on both the PP&J agenda and um, on, pub on uh, the Finance Committee Supervisor Dye um, next week. And basically, we need to amend the agreement with the consultants so we can determine the appropriate health and safety changes we can make in the short term to lessen the risk that we have on the sixth and seventh floor. So we're working very rapidly on all of this. We've had two meetings so far. We have another one next week. Um, I'm quite impressed that everybody is coming together as a team promptly. Um, the, uh, we will have it on the agendas next week and our, it will be here uh, for the June 16th meeting. So that's an important meeting and um, hopefully we can move forward on June 16th with the next steps. I have the resolution here if anybody wants to see it before the committees have um, adjusted it or if anybody wants to sign on. Thank, Thank you, you Supervisor Rusk. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. On a much lighter note, um, hometown days in Verona is this weekend. Actually starts tonight and goes through Sunday. So if you're looking for something to eat or some entertainment. And the one other thing, if you do happen to go out there, um, orange tree, orange leaf, I keep doing tree, orange leaf yogurt is a fundraiser for Badger Prairie Needs Network. So many of you have been very supportive of Badger Prairie. If you go out there, you will, you may find the Verona's mayor, Verona alders, maybe a Fitchburg alder, maybe a county supervisor working that. But stop by and say hi. Thanks. Thanks, Supervisor Willett. Supervisor Jones. Thank you, Madam Chair. So a big part of our economy and our heritage here in Wisconsin is farming. And Dane County's 38th annual breakfast on the farm is June 11th. It's at Highway Holstein Ranch on County Road ID in Blue Mounds from 730 to noon. And if you'd like to have a great breakfast, it would be wonderful for you all to visit District 28. Thank you, Supervisor Jones. Supervisor Wegleitner. Chair, um, tonight I'm introducing a resolution 62 with Supervisor Michelle Ritt, who serves on the City County Homeless Issues Committee with me. Um, after the, the last RFP we issued um, came back with only one respondent that was then rejected because the proposal was $120,000 over budget, um, the staff met with um, certain representatives from funders 
and wanted to sort of review the concept and the funding for the Day Resource Center. Um, and they developed a concept paper and, and um, funding was part of that. Over the last month, um, committees have been weighing in on that concept paper and plan. A couple of the issues that um, have stuck out that are absent from that, um, the, the current plan is that there's a $117,000 funding gap between what the RFP would put out and what the cost of operations are for the day center. Um, and there's no uh, overnight personal storage um, in the concept right now, and that's been an important um, piece for folks experiencing homelessness and something that was originally intended to be a part of the day center. So this resolution seeks to address those two issues, um, and it's easy to deal with the funding one because we already have funding in the base of the budget. We just need to consolidate the lines that are currently funding temporary interim programs and make it clear that that funding would then become available and be directed to the Day Resource Center once that opens. So um, I hope you all support me in uh, moving this important project forward and making it clear to the community what our commitments are. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. Supervisor Downing. Thank you, Madam Chair. On your desks, you will find yet another reason to visit Southwest Dane County. And this weekend, Friday through Sunday, 17 artists will be opening their studios, uh, inviting you in. Some will even let you uh, try your hand at their craft. Uh, so if you uh, want to see some fine art and have a uh, very interesting experience, uh, come on out to uh, the Mount Horb area. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. Any further announcements? I had just a few. One, um, June birthdays on June 3rd is Supervisor Levin. June 7th is Supervisor Gillis. June 28th, Supervisor Dye. And June 29th, our own staff person, Lauren Cool, is her birthday. So wish them all happy birthday. Um, also, I wanted to mention, um, speaking of things on your desks, you have a memo from me on your desk about our newest hire in the county board office. Um, Noemi Reyes is standing in the back of the room, so if you could make sure you take time to say hello to her. And... As many of you may recall, um, Noemi is hired as a result of the work we did last summer on criminal justice um, reform. We put in the budget. We, those work groups said, every one of them said, you can't manage what you can't measure. You need somebody to handle data. And we ended up putting that um, work in the, that position in the budget last year. Um, she is housed in the county board office and works at the direction of the Criminal Justice Council. So we're really excited to have her. Welcome, Noemi. Um, and also, I just wanted to mention, I should have mentioned it during the um, Committee of the Whole, is just to thank uh, Colleen Clark Bernard for all her work on criminal justice. She really, um, she is the reason we got to have the whole group go out to Red Hook. Um, she's got a grant to pay for that, and she's kept that relationship going, and really, um, she's the reason that they said yes to come here tonight. So I just want to give her um, some recognition for the work she's been doing on that. Any further announcements? Um, seeing none, we're on to approval of payments. Is there a motion on bills over $10,000 referred to the county board? Moved by Matano, seconded by Pirtle. Discussion? All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the bills are approved. Item D, claims recommended for denial. 
on claims D1 to D5 are recommended for denial. Are there any requests for separation? Is there a motion on the claims recommended for denial? Moves by Willett, seconded by um, Schauer. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the motion to deny the claims is approved. Item E, approval of the county board minutes. Is there a motion on the minute to approve the minutes of the May 19th county board meeting? Moved by Kilmer, seconded by Matano. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the minutes of the May 19th meeting are approved. Item F, the consent calendar. Are there any requests for separation on items F1 to F9? Seeing none, the motion for, is before us is to adopt F1 to. Just a second, I want to make sure they really are. F1 to F9. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and F1 to F9 are approved. Um, we're on to H, reports on zoning petitions. On items H1 to H8, what's before us is the committee recommendation. Are there any requests for separation on items H1 to H8? Seeing none, again, what's before us is the committee recommendation. All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the committee recommendation on H1 to H8 is approved. We are now on to ordinances. Ordinance 13, amending Chapter 34 of the Dane County Code of Ordinances, regulating uniforms of private police security guards and other similarly uniformed persons. Is there a motion on sub 2 as amended? Moved by Rusk, seconded by um, Kolar. Is there discussion? So sub two as amended is moved. Is there discussion? What if we want to just adopt that and then we could discuss it? So on, on sub two as amended, um, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And sub two is before us. On ordinance amendment 13 as amended by sub two as amended, is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And ordinance amendment 13 as amended by sub 2 as amended is approved. On J, award of contracts. Resolution 39, award of contract for Badger Prairie Health Care Center, regrading and prairie restoration. What's before us is um, the Public Works and Transportation Committee recommendation to approve sub one. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And sub one, uh, resolution 39 is approved. Resolution 40, award of contracts for driveway changes and paving at Consolidated Food Services Badger Prairie Health Center. What's before us is the public works recommendation to approve sub one. Is there discussion? Supervisor Baird. I'm sorry, I just have a procedural 
question. Um, on our minutes on the agenda, it says it differentiates between public works and personal finance. It says public works is sub one as amended and personal finance is sub one. But when I click it, it seems that they're the same thing. Is that just a technical description error and they really are both approving sub one? Um, I, I believe that in committee that we that the personnel and finance committee approved sub one as amended. They approved the same. Um, as amended. It's just it's a technical error on here. Thank you for pointing that out. Is there further discussion on resolution 40? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and resolution 40 is approved. Resolution 41, award of contract for 2016 restoration at Capitol Square South parking ramp. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's um, recommendation of sub one as amended. And again, this has the same issue in it as the prior one. Um, so, but it was, uh, we did, the, what was before the committee, I was at the committee and what was before the committee was the action of the Public Works Committee. So what's before us is sub one as amended for resolution 41. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 41 is approved. Under K, resolutions, the first resolution is Resolution 32, allowing homeless individuals to use county-designated addresses for the purposes of receiving an ID. Um, we have several registrants on this. Just two, uh, we have three registrants, two wishing to speak. Um, the first one is Kathleen Fullen, um, wishing to speak in support. She's representing the League of Women Voters for Dane County. Kathleen? Hi. The League of Women Voters of Dane County thanks the County Board for this opportunity to appear in support of Resolution 32. In the course of our voter ID efforts, we have worked with some citizens who have faced barriers in obtaining the required government identification. Resolution 32 is a reasonable way to resolve an important problem that's faced by some homeless Dane County residents who need a government photo ID. Uh, we appreciate the fact that the Department of Human Services asked the League to work with Clerk Scott McDonald to resolve this issue and we want to recognize the leadership of Clerk McDonald in developing a solution. We are impressed that each and every county board member has demonstrated their commitment to helping disadvantaged persons obtain the ID they need to vote by sponsoring this resolution. Uh, we want to acknowledge the time that Corporation Council Marsha McKenzie has taken to investigate DMV procedures for providing ID to homeless persons and the League understands that the Department of Human Services will be crucial to the implementation of this process, which should result in more of their clients participating more fully in our society because they will have easier access to government identification. The League supports adoption of Resolution 32 and urges that the process be put in place well before the August 9th primary. Thank you, Kathleen. Next up is Molly McGrath wishing to speak in support. 
Hi. Good evening, everybody. My name is Molly McGrath. I also work for a nonprofit organization called Vote Riders. We're nonpartisan and partnered with some of the other nonpartisan groups here in Dane County. And specifically, we're focused on this ID issue and ensuring that all voters have the ID they need to vote. And the Job Center has been a really vital resource in allowing voters to, allowing volunteers there to register voters. And right now I have actually three open cases of voters who do not have an ID and learned about our hotline and learned about the resources and the assistance that's available to navigate their way through the process of getting an ID. And so we thank the Job Center for, for, for that resource. And also we urge you to pass Resolution 32 in support of the Job Center providing an address and residence for voters who do need an ID. A lot of these voters who don't have an ID have a lot of difficulty securing the documents necessary, particularly that proof of residence that they need to take to the DMV in order to secure a Wisconsin ID or driver's license. Right now I have a voter waiting in the wings who does not have an ID. And he uses the resources at the Job Center. Mr. Calhoun is the client of the Job Center. He moved from Chicago. He has an Illinois state ID, and he wants to vote in Wisconsin. He's living with his sister. He came here for better work, and he's looking for a job. But he's not on a lease because he's transitional right now and living with his sister. He's not paying the electric bills there. He doesn't have a bank statement. He doesn't have any of the proof of residency that is on the list for him to take to the DMV and get a Wisconsin ID so he can vote. But the Job Center can be a vital and necessary resource to provide that proof of residence, get him, we'll get him to the DMV, get him the ID that he needs, and get it mailed to the Job Center so he can exercise a franchise in August and in November. So I urge you to pass this resolution. Thank you. Thank you, Molly. And finally, Marion Matthews has registered in support of Resolution 32. Um, are there questions for the registrants? Seeing none. Um, what's before us is the Executive Committee action approving. The HHN Health and Human Needs Committee did amend it, and Supervisors, we fold. Thank you, Madam Chair. I would like to move the um, health and human needs version of Resolution 32, and could I explain why? First, um, moved by Zweepel, seconded by Levin. Um, why don't we adopt your, okay. the, and then you can explain what the amendment is. Um, although, is there, well, I guess you'd need to explain it first. So, sorry. Um, for some reason, that didn't flow through the channels, but in um, health and human needs on line six, um, due to um, our legal office, Corporation Council, we removed the word transient on line 6 and on line 25. And on line 26, we added after the word receiving an ID, we added the words or driver's license. So um, just some, it was just some cleanup um, through the advice of Corporation Council. For some reason, it didn't show up through the channels on this version, so that's the version that I'm moving is HHN's version. Thank you, Madam Chair. You're welcome. Um, is there discussion on Supervisor Zweifel's amendment? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 32 is amended. Um, is there discussion on Resolution 32? Supervisor Schauer. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'm not going to waste a lot of our time. We know how this is going to end up. Um, but I do want to just note for the record and for anybody watching that um, the need for this resolution was 
created two blocks down from here. And the voter ID laws that's currently constructed was giddily passed in a very partisan, very underhanded, towards underhanded goals of furthering a partisan end. And um, I'd like to see that that partisan end, um, I'd like to see the efforts boomerang back on them through the efforts of the great people that have came here and spoke to us today. And that the more efforts we put into getting people um, ID, uh, getting them IDs and getting them to the polls will do nothing but um, hopefully turn back the efforts of those who passed this um, law to begin with. So I urge support. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Schauer. Is there further discussion on Resolution 32? Seeing none, on Resolution 32 as amended, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 32 is approved. On Resolution 34, authorizing the purchase of land in the Token Creek Natural Resources area. What's, um, what's before us is the um, Environment, Agricultural, and Natural Resources Committee's recommendation to approve. Is there discussion on Resolution 34? Seeing none, uh, pardon? Roll call. A roll call has been requested on Resolution 34. Clerk will call the roll. Okay. On 34. Williams. Williams, I, Young. Aye. Young, I, Zweifel. Aye. Zweifel, I, Baird. Aye. Baird, I, Bollig. Bollig, I, Chenoweth. Aye. Chenoweth, I, Clausius. Clausius, I, De Felice. De Felice, absent, Downing. Downing, I die. Die, I, Erickson. Erickson, I, Farrell. Farrell, no. Gillis, absent. Hendrick. Hendrick, I, Jones. Jones, I, Kiefer. Kiefer, I, Kilmer. Kilmer, I, Kolar. Kolar, I, Krause. Krause, I, Levin. Levin, I, Matano. Matano, I, McCarville. Absent. Miles. Miles, I, Nelson. Nelson, I, O'Laughlin. O'Laughlin, I, Pertle. Pertle, I, Rip. Rip, I, Rit. Rit, I, Rusk. Rusk, I, Saloff. Saloff, I, Shower. Shower, I, Schmidt. Schmidt, I, Stubbs. Stubbs, I, Veldrin. Veldrin, I, Wegleitner. Wegleitner, I, Willett. Willett, no. Corrigan. Aye. Corrigan, I. There are 32 ayes and two noes, and Resolution 34 is approved. Under M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage, on items M1 through M7, are there any requests for separation? Supervisor Downing. I, I don't necessarily want to separate M2, but I would like to make a correction in uh, what's before us. Uh, it shows that the Environment Committee recommended this it for denial and in fact we recommended it for approval by the same vote listed here uh, oh and yes on resolution 506 on the environment ag and natural resources action it should say recommended for approval thank you for pointing that okay. out um, all right we can fix that it's just a yeah. we'll get it corrected thank you for pointing that out though is there, is there any, are there any requests for separation? 
Seeing none, on items M1 through M7, I'd like to record these as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to recording items M1 through M7 as having passed unanimously? Seeing none, they will be so recorded. Such other business as the board is authorized to conduct by law, Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. A question for the chair. On Ordinance Amendment 13, we put uh, sub 2 in front of us. However, Legistar shows two sub 2s, and they are different. Are, is it clear which sub 2 that we passed? It is, um, because the second sub 2 is the one that was amended, and that's... Um, they actually both show as amended. So if the minutes could, could show that the, what we passed is sub 2 as amended on 524.16, that would be clear that which one we were actually talking about. Thank you. And it should have been sub 3, but... Um, it should have, but we have two sub 2s. Can you repeat that again? I'm sorry. It's sub 2, it's sub two as amended on 524.16. It's the later of the two would be my assumption. This is Ordinance Amendment 13. It's the uniform. And it's 524 is what PP&J voted for. I believe it was unanimously, but not the one on 519. We, that one on 519 is actually what we amended. Right. And you, um, and you put an effective date on, the fi on 524 is the changes that you added in an effective okay. date. So I know that 524 is what we voted for, and it worries me that there are two there and we didn't specify them. And they are significantly different. So, so long as we get that date of what we passed, and so long as we really voted on the correct one, I'm fine with that. Is there any objection to correct, making that correction? Supervisor Baird? No, of course no objection. I would point out that at least on Legistar, it does call the second one sub-2 as amended. That's why I, I, I thought it had said. Now, it may be labeled differently. I know there's more than one way to look at your county board agenda, so perhaps, but at least on one version, it does differentiate sub-2 and then sub-2 as amended. Okay. Thank you. Any, yeah. Any other, anybody else wishing to weigh in on such other business? Seeing none, is there a motion to adjourn? Moved by Chenoweth, seconded by Shower. All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And we are adjourned until June 16th.